0: today, Rinpoche continued the section on calm, abiding, and special insight, explaining how all objects of knowledge need to be looked at in terms of their ultimate reality as well as their conventional reality, and one can single-pointedly focus on any among those topics.
1: (sighs) Good? Okay. Room, oh, yeah. The Pabilon, the less than the Palan. Casa Pabilon, eh? Lassu sent a scheduler to Zunko Santiago to belong. Less. What the name belong? Lesson. What the Sintian Samman, you are yours? Lesson. You think, Gardasana, that Sintian Samman, the Santiago, you are yours. On that Santiago did yours, and Samman, easy, she was noah. Lesson. Easy, uh,
0: okay. <coughs> just trying to find a pen that works. And one moment here. I don't want to forget. Just give me one moment. I just don't want to forget what Rumche said. Rumche, Cheran Sanjay Rikni Lapsone. Love. Okay. That's good. Okay, so if we were to divide Tibetan, divide Buddhism into categories, we could divide it into three categories, the teachings that are shared for beings of three capacities. Uh, So if we begin, uh, when these three capacities uh, equal the results that the capacities practice, produce... So these capacities, starting with the small produce higher realm rebirth, a medium, a liberation for an individual, and then the great uh, scope would be in terms of those who want to achieve Buddhahood. So this is how um, it is described. So for those beings who wish to achieve rebirth in the higher realms of cyclic existence, they practice the teachings shared in common with beings of small capacity. These teachings are the practices of going for refuge to the Buddha, the Dharma and the Sangha, and engaging in ethics which abandons the ten non-virtuous activities. And by engaging in these practices, which are the teachings shared in common with beings of small capacity, one achieves rebirth in the higher realms of cyclic existence. The next level of teachings are for those beings who wish to achieve their own individual liberation. And these are called the teachings shared in common with beings of medium capacity. And this practitioner engages in the practice of the three highest higher trainings. Highest higher training in ethics, concentration, and wisdom. And in dependence upon these trainings, these pathways, one is able to achieve the, uh, the state of nirvana, or liberation. So this is the pathway. These three highest higher trainings are pathways that lead to liberation. And then finally, the teachings for beings of great capacity are those teachings that lead to Buddhahood. Uh, and these practices are the ones already mentioned, combined with the generation of compassion that leads to bodhicitta, the mind that aspires to enlightenment, and once the mind that aspires to enlightenment is generated, this practice of the six perfections. So in dependence upon these practices, one is able to achieve complete Buddhahood. So it is stated that all sentient beings have the ability to um possess all of these practices. Um, All sentient beings um, have what is called Buddha potential or Buddha nature. Uh, So all sentient beings can achieve Buddhahood, can achieve liberation, can achieve these things, the higher realms and so forth mentioned, um, and specifically can achieve Buddhahood because of the Buddha potential that we all possess. So what is this Buddha potential? And it's, uh, it can be divided into um, uh, two categories. Uh, first, it's the potential, which is the mental consciousness itself. Um, so this is the, um, uh, um, the, the, conver- the, the potential that can be um, um, cultivated. The cultivating potential. And then the natural potential, or the natural lineage, and that is that the lack of true establishment of the mental consciousness, the, or the translators note, the emptiness of the mental consciousness uh, makes it so this potential is there. It is neither this nor that. So potential can be whatever one wishes it to be. So that's what the nature is, because the nature is... Um, just as a translator's note, the mind is translated as that which is clear in knowing. Um, so it's not this or that, it's clear, and, then, and it can go whichever way um, it wants to know, if you will. Um, so, um, back to the translation. So all sentient beings possess Buddha potential, Sanjay Rik, um, and there are these two kinds. The mental consciousness itself, which is the development development. Uh, the developable, what is it? what's a word like? Anyway, you get what I'm trying to that That which can be um, matured, um, um, which is the mental consciousness, and then the lack of true establishment of the mental consciousness. Uh, so, this is what makes the Buddha potential um, within all sentient beings. And, um, that's it?
1: Diesel? What she to she drew another thing are they expert. <coughs> La kiba wo. Tell a pompon, Zuji pompouso. Nay, la. Tell a kebane. Pumbu, eh? Lê, eh? Madubi. Dada. Dada jangi. Dada jang. Dada jangi. Jango, I'm ever. Sheba wo. Keby. Keep Miller so be conjugate. Miller so Maybe you can't do. Then won't be contrary. Then but not easy contrary. Jujit, Joseph Jujit was the Embarrass. Then the lucky one I think so.
0: Then Chukabakason Shabao. Shabao, yeah. Then Dendral Sarpa. Okay. All right. So we begin on page thirty-six. Uh, C. Objects of meditation for expertise. Um, Rimache. The K. The KP Mipa. Kepa, becha kepa, the tsik chipa? Okay, so um, I, when we look at this word that um, it says objects of meditation for expertise, um, the word that they're translating as expertise is the same word that we use for scholar. Um, so uh, it you could translate this also objects of meditation for scholars or sc- uh, scola- or scola- scholarly objects of meditation um, because when we say one is a, um, a, a scho- scriptural scholar we would we would say becha kepa and here this word kepa is the same word that would be used for a scholar so we could also call scholars experts so that's why they've chosen to use the word expert an expert in the field of of um... tibetan buddhism would be a Becha Kepa. Um, uh, in the scriptural field of tibetan buddhism would be that anyway just an aside that i noticed um... in the translation from english tibetan to english um... objects of meditation for expertise There are also five objects of meditation for expertise, namely expertise in. The aggregates, the constituents, the sources, dependent arising, and what is and not possible. Uh, The aggregates are the five aggregates of form and the others, feeling, discrimination, compositional factors, and consciousness. And a lot of times when you see parentheses, it's not in the Tibetan, it's been added by the translation team so realize that when you see parentheses it's not always just um, using it for grammar or syntax it's because it's added um, so anyway expertise in these is knowing that apart from these aggregates the self and what pertains to the self uh, do not exist the constituents are the I and the others of the eighteen constituents so looking at the eighteen constituents again footnote sixty we have um, everything broken down. We have all of the five aggregates. Um, and then uh, then it gets into the 18 constituents are the six sensory faculties, uh, the eye, ear, nose, tongue, body, and mental sensory faculty, the six consciousnesses, uh, eye, ear, nose, tongue, uh, body, and the mental consciousness, and the objects of these consciousness, form, sounds, odors, taste, tangible objects, and phenomena. This makes for the 18 con- uh, constituents, com, ju, j. So these are the 18 constituents. Constituents, uh, again, listed footnote 6396 in the English. Um, The constituents are the I and the others of the 18 constituents. Expertise in them is knowing the causal conditions by which these constituents arise from their own seeds. The sources are the I and the others of the twelve sources. Expertise in knowing the, these is knowing the six internal sources are dominant conditions for the six consciousnesses, that the six external sources are the object conditions, and that the mind which has just ceased is the immediately preceding condition. I just want to see how far we're preceding condition. Okay. And just as a translator's note, you'll find all of these terms and what all of this refers to in the mind and awareness or any of the low-rig teachings. Um, So if these words look complicated and don't seem to make sense, they would only make sense in the Tibetan if you knew how they were defined um, as well. Um, So you really need to go to, these are really specific terms that are being used here um, that you would only under the immediately preceding condition and all these terms are specific terms that are used within uh, the low-rig teachings, just as a translator's note. Um, uh, Dependent arising is the 12 factors. Expertise in them is knowing that they are impermanent, suffering, and devoid of self. What is And what what is and is not possible refers to such things as it being possible for a pleasant fruition to arise from a virtuous action, but not possible for a pleasant fruition to arise from a non-virtuous action. This is something that's studied in the first text, actually, in the the monastery, that which is possible and that which is not possible. So you're starting to see, um, just as a note, how all of the Geshe curriculum builds on it, on its, each of all of the texts build on each other, and then make it possible to understand the Lam Rim. Um, so the study of the five texts make you make it so you can understand the Lam Rim, and the Lam Rim make it so you can understand the five texts. So you're starting to really see that, having studied some of them just a little taste myself, how important the study of mind and low-rig and dirig is to understanding this really clearly. Um this <laughs> segue the Kejor or lapja. <laughs> nah, the the petition ah. Then the kanga, then nangla yure. Yene lorig, darig, mashina. This shade a shingamare. Gangan senna, they lorig, mum, they lorig seek mumble yure. They lorig, dang darig, dang semanandra seek mumble yure. Then eh, the petition ah, dang delpa, lobjung mashina. Dead then Okay, I yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Shebao.
1: laughs> <coughs> and <coughs> 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 Ne, to the order or her, in temat tabik ni tu sebahjau. Mencantum Tende Ned, I'm not the house. i the house. I'm not going to go to 챵았는데 Tantan, sabin Tambu, me la,
0: One moment here two three two seventy five. Okay. Okay, so. The, the sources are the I and the other 12 sources, expertise in knowing these, that the six internal sources are the dominant condition for the six consciousnesses, that the six external sources are the object conditions, and that the mind that has just ceased is the immediately preceding condition. Uh, so we look at, um, again, that footnote points out just to clarify what the twelve sources are it says they're the same as the six sensory faculties um, and their sources so the sense powers uh, the six powers or faculties because um, and and their sources uh, so th- that's what so it's the the internal and external so the internal would be the sense powers the empower what powers the um, apprehension of than the 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 sources um, in this case um, those are the objects of the con- the form sounds odors taste tangible objects and phenomena and so we're speaking of internal nung, and external she so the rimche pointed that out the internal and external uh, phenomena uh, that that's pointed out here. Um, and just the understanding of these things. Dependent arising um, is the 12 factors. So here, speaking of the 12 links of dependent arising, understanding the links, ignorance, action, consciousness, name and form, six sources, contact, feeling, attachment, grasping, existent, birth, aging and death. The, the 12 links uh, of dependent origination. Uh, so Rinpoche listed those um, Uh, as well. Expertise in them is knowing that they are impermanent, suffering, and devoid of self. Uh, What is and is not possible refers to such things as being possible for a pleasant fruition to arise from a virtuous action, but not possible for a pleasant fruition to arise from a non-virtuous action. Expertise in this is knowing that things are this way. This is a particular case of expertise and dependent arising. The difference is that you understand diverse causes. When you use these as objects of meditation for cultivating serenity, you keep your attention on just one of the perspectives in which the aggregates, etc., may be known. Uh, so, um, single-pointed concentration is being pointed out. Um, okay, we just, I need to figure out where Rumi just ended at. 194, that's cool 193. The Rimache Chukaba Castle. Let's see Tama
1: Niba Niba Miba né Niba 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 Niba
0: Niba Niba metapa
1: Nipi Mipa? Nipi Mipa, Okay, we're in
0: the same place. Not
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. Bless him. <laughs> Call, queer Joe, connu deba, never to you, Joe, la de, What did the majesty, then then so. ok so when we look at um hold on. the the different um the four noble
0: truths Now we're going to get into explanations that we're going to um, go over things like the Four Noble Truths and the sixteen attributes of um, the Four Noble Truths. So what this is referring to is when we look at the Four Noble Truths, they're presented in this way. This is the superior truth of suffering. This is the superior truth of origin. This is the superior truth of cessation. And this is the superior truth of path. And we find within those four statements, there are two cause and effect relationships that occur. The first two noble truths show how one is bound to cyclic existence, and the second two noble truths show how one is freed from cyclic existence. So we see the first two noble truths, this truth of suffering and the truth of origin. Origin is the cause and the effect is the truth of suffering. So this is the first cause and effect relationship that shows how one is bound or bound to or kept in cyclic existence. Uh, so this is the c- first cause and effect relationship. Origin being the cause and suffering being the effect. The next cause and effect relationship we see is um, between cessation and path. Uh, and here this shows how one is freed from cyclic existence. So the cause here being the path and the result being the cessation, uh, the cessation of suffering, the cessation of cyclic existence. So dependent on, so d- through dependence upon the cause of the path, one is able to achieve the cessation of suffering. So this is the second cause and effect relationship that we see, which is how one is unbound from cyclic existence, literally. Bound and unbound. Uh, so that, that is the, how we look at the Four Noble Truths in terms of the cause and effect relationship. Then if we look at it in a, a grander terms, if we look at it, the sixteen attributes of the Four Noble Truths, each of the Four Noble Truths has four attributes, or four natures, if you will. So the first noble truth, the truth of suffering, is impermanent suffering, selfless, and empty. Uh, so that that's the those are the four attributes of the first noble truth, the truth of suffering. The second noble truth, the truth of origin, has four attributes as well: cause, origin, strong production, and condition. Uh, so these are the um, the four attributes of the um, uh, the four attributes of the truth of origin. So true sufferings. Uh, Mitapa, Dungyawa, Damepa, and Tonga. And then True Origins, you have ju, uh, Gonjong, Rapje, and Jen. So those are the four, uh, if you're following in Tibetan. I think it's easier to have the Tibetan words like we used Sanskrit before, um, when we originally started. True cessations have four attributes. Cessation, Gupa, pacification, shiwa. Auspicious, Highness, Janom, uh, and uh, Definite Emergence, uh, uh. So these are the four attributes of true cessations. And true paths have four attributes. Um, path, Lam, Suitability, Ripa, Achievement, Drupa, and Deliverance, uh, uh, uh. So these are the 16 attributes of the Four Noble Truths um, that... Uh when we look at a, a more expansive look at the Four Noble Truths, we can look in this way. Um Rimbuche, the Gonjun Pon Shah the Chan, this Sum Lapsan. The du the dembeje, this Sum Laps Lapsan. So then the Buddha also um taught Okay, so there's another way that we can look. Um, I, did, I wasn't sure if Rinpoche had said this, but I wanted to make sure I didn't forget It's the three different ways of look that the Buddha stated the Four Noble Truths. The Buddha first stated that this is the superior truth of suffering, this is the superior truth of origin, this is the superior truth of cessation, and this is the superior truth of path. Then the Buddha stated that suffering is to be understood, Uh, origin is to be abandoned, cessation is to be achieved, and path is to be relied upon or meditated upon. Then the Buddha stated on the third round that there is no suffering to understand, there is no origin to abandon, there is no cessation to achieve, and there is no path to meditate or rely upon. So the Buddha taught the Four Noble Truths in these three different ways. as well but the the we so we have uh the four noble truths in terms of the two cause and effect relationships how one is bound and unbound then we have the sixteen attributes of the four noble truths uh which are four attributes of each of the each of the four noble truths, and then we also have it in terms of the three presentations of the four noble truths Disum la <laughs>
1: लोग के ड्रोप आमतौर पे भी ड्रोप दिया जाता है, तो ना छह महीने के the yanger surong. In the pent- Dharma Kirti's
0: Pramana Vartika Karika, it seemed like there was a reemergence of
1: this um um Demajela dema dema dema
2: Okay.
1: palita well, Yeah. Okay. the
0: de then Pali tem gare. only one. Pan
2: palita
0: Rik Rik Yomare, Long do Long cona.
2: Ah, long cona.
1: So the, there wasn't.
0: There was only a scriptural kind of recitation of this understanding. um of these attributes and the, of the Four Noble Truths previously that was carried on through the Pali tradition. Um, so there wasn't an understanding of it. There wasn't a use of correct signs and reasoning and debate. This really re-emerged in Dharmakirti's Pramanavartika navartika Karika uh, where he began to um, look at this in more in depth. Um, so there was really... Um, um, it was really only passed down and still remains in the Pali tradition where we see in Thailand and so forth where there's just the emphasis on the scriptural uh, recitation and not as much of the delving into the meaning of the scripture itself. Um, so the, um, the, the tradition of analysis didn't carry on as much um, and it was really um, reignited through Dharmakirti in the Indian tradition.
1: Okay. Selvashasam. To get a joke, to get on and then the dog jute to And then the wild summoned the way and the dog jute to Carisana, and then as all june all over the Guala tenant the way you are is to at tenant the And then I that the terrible terrible
0: so we state that um, in a in a basic fashion uh, that suffering has a cause And the cause of suffering is misdeed. And happiness has a cause. And the cause of happiness uh, is virtue. Uh, So we can look at it in these terms. So independence upon misdeeds, I suffer. Independence upon virtue, I have happiness. And then we could also look at it in terms of the um, more vast perspective of the 16 attributes um, of the Four Noble Truths and their understandings um, that are more complex there's, some, there's one line that I'm missing in here that I, I just don't want to dwell on it because it's, it's vocabulary I would need a dictionary and it's just going to take too long um, but, um, but the main point of it is that there's, you can really look at it easily but then you can also look at it in more complex um, terms uh, that's cool what did I forget? I forgot something so, oh, science. Um, so, w- this is what Buddhism states. Buddhism states that suffering comes from misdeeds, happiness comes from virtue. What would a scientist say? Uh, so, scientist, if you are listening, we would like to know, where does happiness come from? Where does suffering come from? What are its causes? We say that happiness is caused by virtue. Suffering is caused by non-virtue. Okay. Ngatsen ripa trewa jason. Yeah. I thought what was I thinking? Tsigshena, tsan san. Sen ripa mambo yongre. Ngangin sen ngatsu de trewa mambo jason. Yeah. Sen ripa.
1: Tsareba khaji ngapey pey thun layungdo. Ka. Tsareba zuge pey thulchen ngal
0: layungdo. Oh, you Rimche has some science in in Tibetan that he's been able to look at some
1: science recently. Tandan Ta gore Babale Me Bason des <laughs> Gore Baba leting energy me but son yares, so the cares na Sonda La Chunila Chunimbo Taji Ti Tijinila Joatan Bobatan Au saint la la de, Mais pas Dulu kanada sendiri, dulu to Je suis venu à la Okay uh, I'll try and stop my
0: starting and stopping points I'll try to get as best I can. Um we're stopping in the middle of sentences and stuff, so just bear with me. Um, objects of meditation for purifying afflictions. Purifying afflictions me that means either merely reducing the strength of the seeds of the afflictions, or else utterly rad- eradicating the seeds. In the former case, the objects of meditation are the comparative coarseness of each lower stage and comparative calmness of each higher stage. No, proceeding from the level of the desire realm up to the level of nothingness. In the latter case, the objects of meditation are impermanence in the other 16 attributes of the Four Noble Truths. When you use these as objects of meditation for cultivating serenity, you do not analyze, but instead keep your attention on any one cognition of an aspect of these objects that, it a- that appears to it. Uh, Kamala Shilas' second stages. Um, so... Here, this is the reference, then, that the what was majorly passed down um, was this uh, keeping attention on a cognition of an aspect of these objects as opposed to the analysis. And it was the Pramana Vartika Karika where we see the analysis bring up um, more. Kamala Shila's Second Stages of Meditation states that objects of meditation are three. After you have brought together everything that all 12 branches of Scripture say about determining... Settling into and having settled into reality, you stabilize your mind upon it. You observe the aggregates, etc., which include phenomena uh, to some extent. Um, so the, the aggregates here um, form, feeling, perception, formation, and consciousness. Uh, so Rimiche listed them. So uh, the, the five aggregates. Um, You stabilize your mind on the physical form of the Buddha, which you have seen and heard about. How do you stabilize your mind on such things as the aggregates, When you understand how all compositional things can be included within the five aggregates, you mentally collect them gradually into these five aggregates. Then you observe them and keep your attention on them, just as discerning wisdom develops when you cultivate differentiation. So when you cultivate collectedness, you develop concentration wherein your attention is brought together on the object of meditation without moving toward other objects. This is a personal instruction of the knowledge tradition. Likewise, when you understand how all phenomena can be included within the constituents and sources, you mentally collect them into these categories and keep this attention keep your attention on these. So the knowledge tradition, the, uh, the Dharmakirti tradition. Um, and as the translators know, so people are aware, this is near the end of the great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment, which is assuming that these are, this book is taught in terms of realization. So you realize that the, the first, and it's not in books in Tibetan, but you realize all of the, the topics up to here before you get to here. So if this sounds really complex, it's because it is really complex and it's for extremely advanced practitioners to, to utilize. We can dabble in it, but to really understand this, it's, it's extremely in-depth and difficult. So if you're sitting there with a million questions, anyone would be um, because it's very complex material. This, this is within the scope of the most complex material Taught in Buddhism. Period. Um, so other stuff is more information. This is just this is very very complex thing, information that requires analysis. So um, that's why you keep hearing rimages emphasis on analysis, 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 not just recitation, not just because there's no way to understand it without that. Um, so. Um, Among these four types of objects of meditation, objects of meditation for purifying behavior as explained facilitate the stopping of attachment and such in those whose behavior is dominated by attachment and such. They are special objects of meditation because you may readily attain concentration based upon them. Objects of meditation for expertise are conducive to the development of the insight that knows emptiness in as much as they refute a personal self that is not included among those phenomena. So it's coupled with this understanding of emptiness, simul, with all, all of these are simultaneously coupled with that. So... Um, uh, Need something not cocked Mipa.
1: Tan deja, deja The most of the in a Maduba goons. Okay. Controces you by in Shabagoons. Lesser. Then so. <laughs> in a so
0: the reason for this emphasis is when we look at antidotes, specific antidotes. So we have the three poisons, the poisons of attachment, hatred, um, and ignorance. Uh, so we have these three um, Negativities or misdeeds, negativities, these three types of negativities, and each of them have specific antidotes so if we look at the first uh, attachment the the antidote to attachment is meditation upon ugliness um, or and as a translator 's note, that means like the the coarseness, the real nature of things the the ugliness of things um, so the so meditation on ugliness is said to be. Um, the antidote to attachment. The next is um, hatred. The meditation upon love is the antidote to hatred. And then the final um, delusion or ignorance is meditation upon dependent origination. And it is said that if one utilizes the antidote for ignorance, it actually resolves all of the other um, poisons. Um, so it's said that, like when one walks into a room um, and it's dimly lit, he or she may mistake a rope for a snake, and then fear and so forth arises. But once one understands that it's just a rope and it's not a snake, everything that comes from that mistaken analysis as a, as it, of it as a snake goes away. So, likewise, when we utilize the antidote of dependent origination, it makes all of the other negativities go away in that same fashion because it's the root of what is making all of this incorrect um, apprehension occur in the first place, um, mistaken apprehension occur in the first place.
1: That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's you That's it. 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 Then the this. The long Then
0: um, so there are two types of. The Dandel
1: Sanjay Okay, so there's two. When we look at
0: dependent origination, we say that there's two types of dependent origination dependent origination of causes and conditions and dependent origination uh, for, through establishment. Um, so if we look at dependent origination of causes and conditions, um, the jiu jui, dandau the yang jiu srinang. Dendel ni jiu jui dan da.
1: Dandau ni jiu the ni. The jiu chan. Dandau ni Less. Tension debutum, not disincible. Less so. Tendi, you the In a Okay. okay. sure. <laughs> to okay. Then Dajan Shosina, the Mingi Da Mingita. Okay. Um so we have two
0: types of dependent origination. Dependent origination through causes and conditions. So these are the the causes and conditions that come together that then make for an object to occur. Um, so this is dependent origination through causes and condition. And then there's dependent origination through establishment. Um, so we we say if it is dependent origination um, through causes and conditions, it's necessarily dependent origination through establishment. But if it's dependent origination through establishment, it's not necessarily dependent origination through causes and conditions. So they're, we, we say that there's the musum. Rameshe, yeah. musum? Mm-hmm. Musum, mm-hmm. mushi, gyavatanchi.
1: Musum.
0: So we would say that there's three permutations between those two kinds of dependent origination. So we would say that um, dependent origination of causes and conditions and dependent origination of establishment. When we compare these two objects in a debate format we would say that there are three possibilities. We would ask the question first, are they three possibilities, four possibilities, mutually exclusive, or are they synonymous? So we would say that these two kinds of dependent origination are not synonymous, mutually exclusive, or four possibilities. They are three possibilities. Why is that? There's a um, So when we look at the first comparison, if it is dependent origination of causes and conditions, is it dependent origination of establishment? Yes. So dependent origination of establishment is merely the collections the coming together that then can be named. Like, uh, So it doesn't mean causes and conditions. It literally can refer to something permanent north-south-east-west of something permanent. So it doesn't require causes and conditions. So we would say that if it's dependent origination of causes and conditions, it's necessarily dependent origination of establishment, because we've had this comings together, if there's causes and conditions. But if it's dependent origination of establishment, it's not necessarily dependent origination of causes and conditions. Posit that which is, uh, we could say, liberation. Um, uh, any permanent phenomena, but Rimche gave the example of liberation, which I know you're going to think a lot of things now, but um, the cessation. Um, and then, then you can find Nika Yimba?
1: Let's see, Pama. Okay, so
0: something which is both, So for it to be three possibilities or four possibilities, there has to be a common locus, always. Um, Or synonymous, obviously. Um, But for it to be three or four, there's got to be a common locus. So what is the common locus between dependent origination, causing and conditions, and dependent origination of establishment? It would be the relationship that parents have with a child being born. Um, That process of a parent's relationship with a child. It's collections coming together. Um, and it's also causes and conditions, uh, parent in the parent, and that needed to happen in order for the child to be born. And something which is neither, Nika uh, Mayimba? Uh, so you say something that's non existent, like a rabbit with horns would be something which is, is neither. Um, so this is, these are the two types of dependent origination. And the, the, it was stated that um, when one sees dependent origination, they see the Dharma, and when one sees dependent origination, when, see- when he or she sees this, they see the one thus gone, the Buddha. Um, so if you see dependent origination, you see the Dharma. If you see this, you see the Buddha. If you see this. Um, so it means that uh, this is the pith. This is the eth- essence um, of, of what has been presented. The lung, um, the conjure uh, Gai. Da Shepa okay, so it was a um, from the do uh, so from a sutra teaching uh, where we find that you see dependent origination, you see phenomena or you see the Dharma, Chu can be translated as phenomena or Dharma, which is very confusing I know uh see so y- if you see dependent origination, you see the Dharma and you see the Daian Shepa, the one thus gone, which means the Buddha okay the then eh oh, the land the garish. Okay,
1: uh,
0: so I asked Rinpoche what he would wish to do next, um, and we're going to go to question and answer. Uh, so just for ease of next time, we'll start at among the four types. 38, 494. Um, so now we're going to do questions. Um, folks have questions. Um, just about some of this more complex stuff in here. If we could just—I I don't have some of the vocabulary, so it'd just be more frustrating than helpful. But I'll do the best I can. But again, this—this this is some of this—is really above my head.
3: Hi, um, I have a number of questions, but I'm going to stick to for right now. You spoke about um, the causes of suffering and the causes of happiness Mm -hmm. okay so can is there a possibility that someone who doesn't have awareness of or higher awareness that their happiness which is caused by creating suffering on others is the 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 cause of their happiness so they continue it so and in our current day society i see that i've seen that in a number of situations Mm -hmm. how can one address that with those who are causing, number one, the suffering of others, and number two, those who are subject to that suffering, and help them, not ex- or, or escape from it?
0: Room chat. Leje, des shiro na kong shi me shing mare. Kongi chua de gar shene me ducha kashe ng mambo yu re nima dakpar the the le ducha Migewa le दूँ Nima Dakpar, Yene, Consul नहीं Kamba सा Mota Mota कांबटचंबो दूँ मोटा मोटा निंजे पो दूँ तेंगार शे नहीं तें कांड्रे द तगार श
1: नही
0: Okay, so when we see um, people who are having, for instance, results, um, I, I frame the question like this. I said you see I think it's important that I explain how I frame the question. Um, in our society, you see at times, uh, people who are engaged in lots of non-virtue—they do terrible things—but they still have a very nice house. They still have a lot of money. They have all of the things that look like what would be happiness to us. Um, so, what, how is that possible? So, and could you—and I asked him to explain a little bit about that—that that in general. Um, so, what Rinpoche said is that um, when. We experience happiness. It's a result of previous karma that we engaged in. Um, it's not a result of something that immediately is going on. Um, it could co- be a result of something in previous lives um, that now is coming into fruition um, and then is, is becoming um, a source of happiness. But the happiness that they are experiencing, is not related in any way to their current behavior. And the current behavior that they're engaging in will then cause a future suffering, maybe in a future lifetime. Um, So, the the behavior that they're currently engaging in and the results that they're having are not connected in any way whatsoever. So, Rinpoche said, when we look at Um, Nagarjuna's um, um, uh, the precious garland um, you see uh, where um, Nagarjuna states the connections the very specific connections um, that um, lead to very specific results so in Nagarjuna it says from giving arises wealth so from previous lifetimes could be a million lifetimes ago you were generous, that causes a wealth in a lifetime of some sort. Um, it's not connected to yesterday. It could be from many lifetimes ago. Um, from ethics comes happiness. So from previous ethical behavior comes happiness. From patience, a good appearance or beauty. Um, from effort, virtue, um, uh, virtue, brilliance. A lot of times I've heard that described as charisma, like, through having previous, a lot of effort, this leads to charisma. Um, uh, um, when it's explained, it's like, has like a way to sway people, um, a, way, a way that people are drawn to. So, I think charisma is a good word. Um, from concentration, peace of mind, and from wisdom, liberation altogether. Um, so, the current behavior isn't linked to the current environment. Okay, so that I know that's half of the question. So then, then they may they may docha na uh, mota yapo yure Nga kamba yapo yure lapcha garre gangin sana konso angjer gugumare marek san then ngatsu trobo anjer magun maguna then lapcha. <laughs> The <coughs> n'y trouble cheek shaina made ducha. Then e oh. kon migewa mambo sagudu. Then e kon mota seda yapo yure. Kong mu mambo yure. Then e kon kamba la drogdu. Nga mota ducha yre. Ng kamba ducha yure Then ne gne uh, trobo la. Again, the Chiran leka yapio mari gang senna, the Chiran migewa le sagdu. Then they call Kamba yabudu, Chiran Kamba ducha. Then they got garilla, need trouble So the only thing that you could say to a person like this is that these things are only a result of you being good previously. The things that you have are only because you were previously good, and the things that you want are the things that you have, and the behaviors that you're engaging in will only lead to things that are suffering, and that will not lead to the things that you have now. So that's the only, only advice you could give to someone. I said, what if you go, I, I said, if I go to a friend's house who's engaged in non-virtue, they have a big house and a nice car, and I pull up in a broken car, and I have a, a rental house, how are they going to listen to me? And he said, the only thing you could use is reason and logic with someone.
3: I, I appreciate all of that, and I, I believe all of that. My question is more geared towards like an um, extensive generational like slavery, where the the slave owning families, the white supremacists that we face every day today, feel that their practices give them a a happiness and joy that we all know as enlightened people are false. So in what they practice causes an extreme suffering to entire populations of other people. How do we address that as an individual, as a group? How can we address that level of suffering and that level of causes of suffering to others?
0: Okay, that's a totally different question, but I, first of all, I want to say that I think generally people are good, and I think that the majority of people aren't white supremacists that are terrible people walking around and they want others to be harmed. I think the majority of people that you deal with in everyday life are not, card-carrying members of the Ku Klux Klan or white supremacists. So I think that's an extreme group, and I've been in the depths of the alleys of society, and I've been in the richest, highest levels of society. I've been in hardcore bands that traveled with, you know, folks that were into that sort of thing, and they were a very, very small, small group of people. So. um so anyway, I'm, but, uh, so when you have that very small group of people, how would you address that? How would you address them to, te- to let them know they're harming other people? Which is their goal. So, but their Buddha's teaching would tell us that they're going about happiness ignorantly. The way we do, too. We just don't do it in such an extreme way. But we're here in cyclic existence, so we've obviously done things like that. And thought of things like that. So it's just to understand that their way of going about being happy is just misguided. Um, so, Remache, Natsut Zambaling, may Ducha Mambo Duke, the May Nyun Yun, the Zopa Yure, They the Zopa me Napo Gapomare, May the Pupa mare May Garpo Kuna, the Meek me May Garpo. Kona Yapudu, Hitler Dang drabudu. Then did Zopa, Kashe de Yure. Then did Zopa, Natsu Gare Lakudu. Gangesuna did Zopa de May, May Kashe Nudu. The Kasang, the bomb the May, the Menda Chembo, the Jewish Gompa lesson. May, how many people did they kill in the synagogue? Me juchi sesung yesterday? yesterday. Kasang. Oh, okay. Kasan Menda kersong Jewish the the then Mei Ducha Lepson Me May Juchi Seson Menda Chembu Then kon Jewish people Gapu Mare Kon Sampa the de Dendru Dandrabu Jewish people Dendru Dandardu the de Zopa the Samu Dangu den Less so A lot of times all we can do is pray
2: Fro so. pa
0: So So we have to look at it in terms of giving advice. You see how parents would give advice to a child. Um, But what Rinpoche said is that a lot of times all you can do is pray and make aspirational prayers for people like this Um, because there's nothing that you can really do that's going to be positive. Um, But you you have to you have to just try to from your own side look at your be be kind of an example uh, to the world and and make sure that your own negativities or you're working on those but that's really difficult um difficult thing to know how to do you confront do you protest do you stay silent does protesting it make it bigger you know um does it does it give it a name and make it on the news if you go protest it, you know if you leave it in the dark corner, does it stay there? Do we want it in the corner? A lot of really good questions, and I don't think Buddhism has a lock on an answer. So Rinpoche said, "Pray." Um the tonglen, pentogdo, then the took the tonglen khan, the tonglen Kandre gom then the, the Jewish, then the
1: Jewish Gompa made Juchi say Then Tonle Kandre. That's Then a
0: then <salad; £1> The kasang The May Ducha, the Mendu Kersang. Then Guy, the The It's trying to make a joke, and Rimchi doesn't want to say the joke, so we're in breaks mode. I think the joke is that the the gun doesn't have a mind, and some I don't know something like this. But anyway, um, uh, the, uh, the, tonglen. I just had to regather my thoughts. Um, so that when we look at tragedies such as what happened at the synagogue, um, and also, suffering in any form. Um, and even uh, the last question that I asked, the, the suffering of the person who carried the gun in, um, who, you know, imagined that also. Uh, what kind of suffering that has to take? Um, and you can do what is called giving and taking meditation, where you imagine all sentient beings or specific sentient beings and I asked Rinpoche at the tail end of his explanation of the Tonglen giving and taking meditation specifically about the gunman Um, and he said you could specifically do it for an individual like that person um, where you imagine that in the form of a white light all of happiness and virtue um, goes from your left nostril as you exhale uh, to all sentient beings or whatever, whoever, whomever the objects of your meditation are, and you imagine that that white light transforms them into happy beings that are full of your full of virtue, um, because that's the only way they could be happy is if they have vir- full of virtue, because suffering is caused by uh, non-virtue. So you imagine they only have virtue, so they only have happiness, and you imagine that in the form of a black light, you suck in through your right nostril all of the non-virtues and negativities that they're experiencing. Um, And this is a meditation upon love and compassion. Um, So when you're taking on all of the negativities, um, and I'll expand because this is Rinpoche's teaching um, that uh, he gave before on Tonlen, that you imagine that as this black light enters, it goes down into your mind and destroys your self-cherishing attitude. You imagine that this black light just absolutely burns away. You can imagine it in different ways. You can look in texts for the visualizations, but you imagine that this black light destroys your self-cherishing attitude, and this is a meditation upon ca- compassion. May all sentient beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. Um, and then when we exhale, uh, we imagine um, that these virtues and happinesses are going. This is a meditation upon love. May all sentient beings have um, uh, um I'm sorry. Let me try that again. The meditation upon love is: may all sentient beings have happiness and the causes of happiness. And the meditation upon compassion is: may all sentient beings be free from suffering and the causes of suffering. So you're taking look, taking away the suffering um, as you inhale, and and you as you exhale, you're giving the the happiness and virtue. So compassion and love meditation. So yes. Shamba Dang Ninji Gong okay. Can I ask one more question? Yeah, and then The realms? Yes Because I know
3: you said The small, medium, and great capacities And then mm-hmm. you can um, Reincarnate into a higher realm mm-hmm. So if someone reincarnates Into that higher realm Is it still in the same world? Are they still aware of those lower realms? And can they then Assist those who are in the lower realms?
0: I can just answer it straight No okay. I mean, okay. if they're very highly um realized yes Mm -hmm. but we're in a higher realm right now Mm -hmm. can we can we Mm no there you are (laughs) yeah we're in a higher realm right now um but if you achieve clairvoyance you then in levels you could go to other realms Mm -hmm. but it takes an enormous amount of realization and and so Mm -hmm. so forth so generally speaking no but Mm -hmm. special exceptions yes
4: My question is about understanding um, the relationship. Oh, sorry, understanding the relationship between the mind and the physical world. Um, so, if you look at the the possibility of having these super super knowledges or super super abilities, um, for example, like walking on water or like you know walking t- swimming through earth. Mm-hmm. Um, these these kinds of phenomena um, seem to point to the possibility that mind has at least a kind of supremacy over matter, or that mind it's that matter is itself mind in some way. Um, but there has to be a relationship between them. So I'm curious to know how it's possible that these super abilities take place if mind is not fundamental, and how it would yeah.
0: Rinpoche. Then Napa, then Alam, Ched Chembo, Lena, then Sadro Tudu, Chudro Tudu, Nanka, Shadroja Tudu, then Nga Becha, the Yure, Padma Lopuninye, Padma Sambava, Lopuninye Yomari, Padma Sambava, then Loju, the Mambo Yure, ko Kon Lanka. The shadroja, dung, saladro. Dene Kondits de sedu. Natsu sem dung zu Gela. Dene Kandre Natsu gonja, 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 sa tu Kandre Candre. Gang in sinna, Natsu gonja, Natsu sem, Natsu Sheba. Yene Depo sa sadro todu yene tsa to do de dro dro chogomare Togum na dro dro tomare then Garishene then nap Napa
1: dro todu oto kono n to my inne neba hm un neba than the new wa yo to
2: Tubanya, I lose you in
0: a the court
2: Tubanya,
0: the 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 you to a Garshine <gård> ngatsu sem mambo, lobjung she, gomja, dene ngatsu sa dro tudu. Sa jig sem jason. Yine gar sa tudu. Kandre, sem jason, sa jay mason, sa Chipa sa Chipa ngatsu lang kamba jatudu. Yene the ngapa, sem jason. Saje masong, den garshine napa drotuldu Sem nupa, sem nupa. Then draw a iribe, draw yomare. sampa gelwa yomare Gangin sena. de Sem sem jena saje. Galway yomare kung itruwa kung It's a good question, by the way. Ngapa, you do understand. It's just a hard question. Everyone's just picking a pass right now. Ngapa, Padmasambhava. Oh, yeah. Go mambo japson. Oh, yes, Dene, den sun sun, gon jat depo, kon nanka drotudu. Yeah, literally. Sa drotudu. Yeah. Yene, nima ngama sa drotumason. Dene kongonja gonja 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 Dene sa drotudu. Sa chipa Sa jemason son yeah. Kon sem jason yes. Sem jason Sa chipa Then gar Sem dan sa Drewa mena Gyawa padmasambava Sa drotugumare Ganga sena sa chipa I'm saying if Padmasambhava, the day before he had the realization that allowed him to go burrow under the ground, that ground was hard. The ground didn't change, Padmasambhava's mind changed. So the realization then makes some connection between the, the ground and the mind able to make the ground change or the mind's reaction to the ground different. So that's what I'm asking. Right now. And that's the, that's the question, right? Exactly. Um, so what Rinpoche said is that, and they both said, before then said the question wasn't good, is that these are realizations that we can't understand. Okay. That you have to have this realization in order to understand how the mind's ability is fully Manifested and then can allow one to move the mind underground mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know okay. so thank you he, they're basically they're saying that it's a very it require- it's not something that just happens mm-hmm. first that's what Geshe-la that was saying he was saying meditation meditation meditation, all the building blocks that are necessary to get there it makes like magic, is basically is what they're saying is that magic occurs mm-hmm. that makes the mind have this ability that's a tantric ability mm-hmm. that's a special, that's like magic, tantra, like a, a special ability mm-hmm. that we really can't describe or explain or understand, but it does occur, and mind and form are mutually exclusive somehow. Mm-hmm. They don't have a common locus. Mm-hmm. So somehow... Then the semjay sa semj so. So the nature of the mind <coughs> the nature of the mind which is what is you're, you're you're experiencing, like the nature of the mind changes so that makes it so that you're not the same. Yeah. So you aren't norm you normally you're no longer Dan that can't go through. You're now Dan that can go through. Okay that's making a little more sense so some nature the nature of your mind changes so your experience changes mm-hmm. so the projection changes mm-hmm. you know how a, a hungry ghost can see a pus and a, a human sees water and a god sees nectar mm-hmm. it's got to be something about like that mm-hmm. and it might be it's probably above all my pay grade for sure mm-hmm. but it's a really good question okay. it's a stumper it's not okay. something that's simple
4: okay do, could I ask one more question? Yeah. Okay, um, so my other question is... Um, basically, um, when you talk about um, having memories or having memory and also having uh, consistent uh, conditions in the mind, um, like, for example, <coughs> like my like, general personality hasn't changed since I was young. I'm very, I'm very similar to what I was, you know, and I won't change to become like this erratic selfish person like tomorrow you, you could know? though yeah i guess i could Wait, just would, quickly i got like, i, you gotta, you I have do be, have to wrap
0: this up though so, so like but, specific question but
4: there questions. To be a cause for it right so so generally the causes for something like that don't occur but um, so what what i wanted to say is is that how do you describe um, the the mental mental um, uh, continuities uh, like memory and like our personality and like our, our core beliefs and values. And how do you relate to those in the context of momentary impermanence? Because I can understand momentary impermanence in terms of objects around me, because I can think of them as being, as being like kind of like on a, on, a, on a quantum level, constantly changing or on an atomic level, constantly changing. So that makes sense to me. But on a level of mind, I I still don't have uh, a way of describing what it means for my memories or my um, my personality or my my core beliefs to have momentary impermanence
0: memories if you're using them loosely you can use the word memory from last lives and that would explain it Um, it's a continuity of some sort of connected karma from your previous life that runs until you die. It, it's like the arrow that shoots up. When you die, it no longer has the potential to rise. You have some sort of karmas from previous lives that are making you the way that you are. And when those karmas are no longer there, you die and then you are some, something else. You're, you know, There's that continuity. But the reason I was challenging that is I myself have known few people that have gone off the deep end suddenly that were completely normal. Mm-hmm. And I'm just one person. How many people in this room have seen that or heard that? So you, there isn't always continuity, and it isn't always from a major thing occurring. Sometimes it just... Happens. Um, so
4: so maybe the best example would be karma, it looks like what you were saying? Because you can say that karmas, for example, have might have been there from like many, many, many lifetimes ago. So they're just stay, they're staying there. There's a sense of continuity, there's a sense of continuing the same way over time. But it's and, the
0: concordance of karma. That's yeah, the so, whole teaching of how we experience things is yeah. that the karma arises, and then yeah. we're experiencing, we're behaving, we're reacting and acting, and then when that no longer has power, we either die or act differently.
4: Okay, but so so then my my question would be, what causes its 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 continuity? What causes it to be st- stay, stay there as opposed to having? things if things are in their in their nature are impermanent and like constantly changing Mm -hmm. and flowing how is it possible at all to have something that's kinda sticking around it's always changing
0: you're getting older You're you're not staying exactly the same you are aging and then it's over so it's impermanent as anything I don't understand I'm trying to put the karma
4: so the karma that I have it uh, doesn't
0: have continuity you're looking at it in terms of a blip on a radar as if it's really important this one life that we have but we're having millions of these lives millions of this happening this is a second if we look at our lifetime. So it's so momentary, but it's dragged out in terms of our experience, but it's so momentary. And and that continuity is a blip on the radar. It's a karma we created that, okay, we were generous in a previous life, uh, so we have these things, but we have like a disposition that makes us want to be giving. And then we did this and that and the other thing that makes these other dispositions. And when that karma no longer is there for us to experience that, then another karma comes up, depending on what conditions are there to make it come up. And then we experience new stuff. So there really is no continuity other than the karma arising and then extinguishing, arising and then extinguishing. And some of it takes longer in terms of our thought. We feel like it's a long time. But if we looked at beginningless time, we would feel like this is just like a moment on a stopwatch. Rimiche, the kongitrua, the ngatsu, the jewa. The mekashi zun she, mambo, zun mambo Mekashi zun mare Then consul de the, tse kanga zun mare tse, kanga uh, the suchu mare The, the mekashi dendru Se shiragagudu Mekashi dendru se ngugudu ng- ng- the, the tse kanga dandrapudu then Kong, kongi sampa, the chikshena mitapa yomare ganginsana ngatsutse kanga zunche lenjason se de nyun nyun tsengama ngama 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 Zun de de zun. He said, I told them what I said in response. I told them what you said, and then I told them what I said, and they said that's sufficient. Move on. Okay. So I guess whatever I said is okay. Uh, one more question. I we, I have to I just had a quick follow up to Dan is that similar to, um to like the buddha's
4: power to emanate as a bridge
0: Um the kon kon sampa chikshena the the padmasambhava chuwa dang sanje trupit sampa bridge This zuyin yane sanje chu tugdu akuson sampa det sanje trupa sanje trupa mambo yure denju danga the the mambo trupa mambo yure ngayo mare yene yeah. oh, yeah. the Sanjay mambo Sanjay tru Then a sanje the sompare the senchen sampa guna Sanjay sampa chugure bridge bridge dene Sanjay. Sem Sheba yin. Sampa, zu yin. Mm-hmm. Yine, dit Sampa, Sampa, Nyone yomare. Sampa. Did Lenja? Guy Lenja. Hakutsu son. Sanjay, sh- Sanjay, troop Sheba. Then Sanjay, the Sampa, True. This Zoo. Then this did sampa de zuyan shebayen sanjayan sampayan de chua zuis andiro zuyan then sanje myambata teacher de sanche my the the shit uh the konsa myambicher listen the konsa yo mar the the langyo sampa Yoma. Samba, Samba. 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 Samba uh. bridge. Uh. The river, Samba. Uh. Oh, here I started a good debate. So the question is: Is is the Buddha's emanation of a bridge a bridge, or is it Buddha? If it's a bri- if it's Buddha, it can't be a bridge because bridge is form. If it's a form, it can't be Buddha. So
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Remache bri- Ra- says it's a bridge, it's form. And then I said, no, it's not, because it's b Chi Chir, Sanjay Yimba tal. Jamba Yimbichi. Sanjay Dong Zhu Yin. zu Dong Kansak, Nika Yimba Yotao. Mari Mari Mari. Yobara. Zamba Yo. Zamba the Zuri. Sanjay Mar. Sanjay and Yidah Shidn Yoko
2: Pungu.
0: Pacha Tsar. Yeah, they, he's saying that the bridge couldn't get rid of the two obstructions. <laughs> the obstructions to yeah. omniscience and the afflictive obstructions. <laughs> The Sanjay Matruna Sampa Yoatal.
1: Ah. Sanjay Sampa True. True. Trupa. Sanjay Sampa True, but Sanjay Sampa Sampa Yoatal. He's saying that
0: you don't need you to emanate something. You don't need to be there to emanate something. He's saying a Buddha doesn't have to be there to emanate something. Now I have the, I wish I could raw Tibetan right now. <laughs> 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 the Sanj Sanjay. The Sanjay trupi Sampa Sampa Yin.
2: The
0: S the true sanjay yin gugumare. <laughs> ah they so an emanation doesn't require the Buddha. Ale, then true Sanjay Yengugumare. Ale, Sanjay Trupa Kanga, Sanjay Yembi Machap. Ale, so all emanations of the Buddha are not necessarily the Buddha. That's how you you go through this. Sanjay Trupa Yena, Sanjay Yembi Machap. Show Sanjay Trupi Sampa Chuchan Chuchan Chudang yeah. Kala yeah. Gariyina, Sanchen Gariyina, Guna Sanjay, yeah. Ale Sanjay Kala Chupi, Sanjay Yomare
2: Ale, yeah. Kala
0: huh. Oh, okay, Longku no. truku Okay. Uh, so if you kill a uh, if you kill a cow, that is an emanation of a Buddha. Have you killed a cow or a Buddha?
2: <laughs> it's the same.
0: Anyway, this is what goes on all day at Dre If you're wondering what happens at Dre Pung Lo we're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing Dre Pung. <laughs> anyway, let's end it there. So the answer is, there isn't one today for anyone. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do some prayers. We can do that. We're, I'm more in that style. Not the analysis. More like the prayer guy. I used to like the analysis guy, but now I really, as I get older, I like the prayer guy. I I think it makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Joke. Joke. Okay. Fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Ozan to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise Samantabhadra Bhadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse the three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All-powerful Avogatesh Tenzin Jatso may you stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kenser Wanda, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, the spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts with exceptional... That makes sense because consciousness